Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil anbiyayi vel mursalin. Muhammedu Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. Tesliman kathiran kathira. Fama ba'du, my brothers and sisters. A couple of years ago, I just want to share this thing with you. A couple of years ago, uh, one of the participants in or attendance, one of the people who attended one of my Sira lectures asked me a completely unrelated question about marriage. And she said, I want to get married to this man in my university. So he was her classmate who said, who says that the best thing for him is to get married, to get out of the temptations that surround him. He is still a student on scholarship and has no income or career. What is your advice? The advice I gave her, which I hope was useful to her and I hope it will be useful to you, is as follows. I said to her, I said, Jazakallah khairan for your question. My advice is that you learn to eat grass. Because if you marry someone without an income, that is what you will need to be able to do at some point. Sorry to be rude, but as jo- as George Bernard Shaw said, you must never be afraid to offend people because that is the only time that they listen. So I hope that you are offended and can wake up from this hormone-induced dream that you are in before it turns into a nightmare. For a man to be suitable to marry, you must look for three things. The first one is, how is his deen? Is he on the Sharia and the Sunnah? Is he particular to avoid doubtful things? Does he eat doubtful chickens and drink Coke and Pepsi and, you know, eats and drinks stuff which is which has secret ingredients or he is not sure of the origin? And number three is, how are his manners? Not to you, but to all around him. Especially to those who serve. Number four, is he argumentative and combative about everything? And is he an auto-refuter? Refute this, refute that. Um, Number five, I said, is he kind and considerate to those weaker than him? For example, does he thank the the waiter or the doorman? Number six, is, is there a smile on his face or a frown? And does he have a sense of humor? Number seven is, is he smart? Does he read anything more than comics? Can you have a serious, sensible conversation with him? Number eight is, is his brain bigger than his biceps? If he proposed to you without an income, I seriously doubt that it is. Number nine is, is his language that of inclusion or exclusion? Looking down on others who he considers as not so good Muslims as himself. You know, the sense of self-righteousness. Does he have that? And then I say, number 10, does he praise more or criticize more? Is he forgiving of others or eager to expose their faults? And the last and most important I said is, how particular is he about avoiding haram? And sorry to point out, but if he was having conversations with you without a mahram, 
he and you were already indulging in haram. Second important point is can he support you? How? Not dreams and smooth talk, but actual nuts and bolts. Here and now. Has he completed his graduation? His education completely, graduation, master's, whatever. How much longer will that take? Will his family support this marriage of yours until he can get a job? Lousy situation to be in, but better than eating grass. Number three is what is his profession and how soon can he get a job? And then what kind of income does he have today and what can he look forward to? And then is that enough to support you and your family? Believe me, today you may think that you can live on love and sunshine, but I doubt that you can pay your rent with sunshine. Neither will sunshine buy you bread. That's why I said that you may like to start eating grass because that is free. And maybe you can even hire out your services as a walking lawnmower and make some money as well. And third and most important, and third and, and the last and but not the least is how compatible are you with each other and each other's families? That means that you wake up and ask some basic questions like what do they eat? Where do they come from? Country and culture, not race. I have seen marriages between Africans and African Americans break up in six months because Africans and African Americans are two different cultures, even though racially they may be similar. Race doesn't matter, culture does. Difference is not bad, incompatibility is. And many a time, difference translates as incompatibility. What is the relationship and expectation from the parents-in-law? How do they live? Are they from a multi-marriage culture where your husband-to-be, who can't resist temptations today, will, up, will once again not be able to resist temptations and will take unto himself another wife and perhaps another? How will you take to that? And what kind of financial background do your husband's family come from? And is there too much of a disparity? My mother used to say, to patch a tear in a muslin garment, you know, a thin cotton garment, you don't use gold brocade. Finally, of all the dumb reasons to marry is to say, to stay out of temptation. I know I've just put myself in line for the fatwa of all my strong brothers who will strike me down with this and that hadith. But before I go down, let me say to you, my dear sister, in plain words, what he is saying in effect is that he needs a legal means for sex. What happens when the hormones are not boiling any longer? He is not marrying you for yourself. He is marrying you for himself. And that's the worst reason to get married to anyone for. Believe me and wake up. Or keep sleeping and find out for yourself when the dream, when the dream turns into a nightmare. After all, nightmares are also dreams. I will tell you what happens in 9 cases out of 10. When things get too tough and you demand time, attention and money, he will walk away and you will be left holding the baby, quite literally. Then what will you do? Wake up and answer this questionnaire. And if he comes out on top, by all means marry him. If not, suggest to him to take cold showers. Maybe he should put his bed in the shower. And you focus on your education. You came to the university to study, not to look at boys. He, came to the, he also came to study, not to look at girls. Concentrate on your education, get distinction and go home. And then see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has in store for you in terms of your risk. A husband you can look up to and be proud of. A husband who will be proud of you and treat you like a princess. 
not only during your honeymoon, but for all of your life. And then I said, I wish you all the very best in this world and the next. I want to say to you guys that practicality and pragmatism are things to be cherished. And there are things which are very important. The stars in the eyes kind of stuff is may sound good and and may sound uh, you know romantic, but as I said, it doesn't uh, it doesn't buy bread. And uh, I think that is very important to think about. The issue of marriage is a life is a lifetime lifelong thing we are talking about here. We are not talking about something which is. You know, we just we, we do it today and tomorrow we change our minds. And unfortunately, that's uh, what seems to happen to a number of people. And uh, the results are not pretty for anybody. And that's why I very strongly um, suggest to you guys that before you get married, give it some very serious thought. And go and talk to some elder like myself who has been there, done that, and who can give you some solid uh, and frank advice. Don't get offended, don't get, don't get hurt, because if the person giving you advice, for example, in my case here, if I am going to tell you nice things which you like to hear, then I'm not your friend. I must tell you not only what you like to hear, but what you should hear. And if I can't tell you that, then I'm the wrong person for you to ask advice from. So talk to somebody who can tell you what you need to hear, not only what you like to hear. And then, inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide you to a beautiful spouse who loves you, respects you, takes care of you, cherishes you, and considers you to be the, his greatest wealth. وصلى الله على نبي الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين